record on the Zoom. My balls are in the wind. Let's do this. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 48 of Buckets of Duckets. I am your host, Chase Myers in Oklahoma City. And every week, I chatted up with my best friend in the whole world, my co-host down there in Louisiana, Josh Watts. Good evening, shitheads! It's your boy, Eric Trapton here, the man who invented YouTube. With my bare hands. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know who invented YouTube. It was me, Eric Trapton. I invented oh, it, look at and that. Uh, the only difference between me and Eric Clapton is when my son fell out of the window, I caught him. Because... Man. He just landed on your traps. Yeah, he, he, he just nestled him. there. <laughs> it's like it's like a nice soft landing for him. You know? Yeah, he felt real good. He felt real comfortable. <laughs> plenty, plenty of space there. He's got it. This is episode forty-eight, which is twenty-three more than twenty-five. Woo! Woo! Close. That was close. Yeah, Almost yeah. tripped you up. Almost you tripped you up on that one. Trip me up, nah, dog. No, I'm Never. a fucking math messiah. <laughs> what's up youtube people uh nice to see you go ahead subscribe rate review comment the whole thing i know you can't rate on youtube but still do it uh podcast people hey little hey look a little friendlier this week a little friendlier this how, week. how you doing guys uh because we had a we had a graduation we had somebody one of you apple uh listeners uh went from shit bucket to ducket head and congratulations it's that simple it's that simple now honestly it's somebody that i know listens to the show regularly okay yeah. uh chelsea well, good friend of ours thank you she even put she just knows that we're losing our mind every week just screaming on here she this was really more so just to check just she couldn't hear us do it for a third week uh but yeah she just health, said, this is a mental health checkup <laughs> yeah and look I, i'm doing a lot better now chelsea so thank i appreciate you, chelsea. that we're doing a lot better now i really appreciate you checking thank in you. <laughs> but yeah she came through with a five-star review on apple and uh we appreciate that guys apple users uh i'd like at least one a week let's just keep this going can we at least at just least. get one of you one of you guys to hit five stars we get literally i see the numbers 50 percent of our listeners are apple users okay so you can't fucking hide from me all right hit you the fucking, fucking five sheep. stars just follow and do what you're told anyway why don't you just give us five stars like we tell you every fucking week just go click that thing and subscribe so you know i told you i've been falling into the giant death trap of watching youtube people i do know that one guy that there's 600 videos about in every one of his videos tells people to subscribe and does this and there is never once in all of YouTube been a subscribe button over here. But he does like it he points video. up. Yeah, he goes hit that subscribe button, and it drives me fucking crazy because <laughs> he knows it's down there. Oh man, <laughs> you know who's being driven crazy right now is people listening to this on a podcast and have no idea oh, where you're yeah. pointing or what you're doing. <laughs> 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 that's, that's why, I was, Josh. Every time I point at the microphone, it means you're not saying something into the microphone. That's what that means. It means you're doing well, a visual you bit. <laughs> I tell you what, if you shit buckets get on there and give us some goddamn reviews, I'll start explaining myself more. <laughs> Until then, then you get what you get. That's right. I, he points over his shoulder, like up into the upper corner of the room that he's in or wherever he is, where there has literally never been a subscribe button. And he says it in every video. And it's one of those family vlog things and their home burned down. I couldn't have been happier about it. I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad you did it. Down. I got you. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa. Oh, okay. I didn't okay, say I did it. I'm just <laughs> saying that I'm not heartbroken that it happened. <laughs> okay. Okay. Unless you got footage, and then it definitely wasn't me. All right. Anyway, y'all hit that subscribe button. Yeah, hit that subscribe button way up there, way up way there, up on, there the, the on the left. Yeah. <laughs> Chase, Chase right, I've man. been I've been avoiding texting you all week because there's so much that we need to talk about. I have, dude. Yeah. All right. Which, go, <laughs> go. Because I'm I'm right after you. So let's go. Go. Oh, me? Okay. So I'm in Oklahoma City this week. Uh, when we talked last week, uh, let's see, we recorded on Thursday of last week, and I had only done one show up to that point in Little Rock. In Little Rock. And yeah, and that that was not, I had not experienced enough of Little Rock to truly talk about it. So I think the way to go is next week, I'll talk about what happened this week in Oklahoma City, but I have to catch you up on what happened the next five shows uh, after we recorded in Little Rock. Because, oh boy. Bro, Somebody okay. Just, 
everywhere fucking everywhere it was disgusting this place and nobody cared they just kept moving it was just like it normally happens they're like yeah this is early show saturday people shit this is where the clintons right? are from that's what happens yeah the uh, airport's named after them and stuff uh it's so funny because uh it's really funny just to see uh bill and hillary stuff everywhere whenever i know most of the people there hate them like i you know like it just very much doesn't make sense i'm like are you sure they're from arkansas uh so anyway i love arkansas uh i always have a good time there i always have good shows there i've been working with this guy landry landry's a fucking killer um yeah, so here's what it is. My whole family came down, right? And the last thing that I told you was that I broke my back, spinal. Uh, spinal! And, which feels a lot better now, by the way. I finally I got to do yoga the last two days. Things are, things are coming back, okay? Uh, so, ladies, my stroke game is coming back. Don't worry. Uh, I just had to take a week <laughs> off. And I'm so happy that I'm not going to have to answer, answer any more goddamn email questions about when your stroke game is coming back up because it has been <laughs> insanity. Dude, Everybody wants like, to know, dude. It's trouble. So uh, my family's here, um, and they start. They they just come out to like every every show, basically. Well, they come out to the Wednesday show. They don't come out Thursday. They come out to both shows Friday. Now Friday is what I need to talk about. Okay, so uh, my family's turned right. They yeah. they enjoy drinking. You just telling me they went to two shows in one night. I already know it. I already feel like I'm on this roller coaster with you. <laughs> so my family's a good time, right? And they're, they're very, they're very sweet, like simple people, and they just like to have a good time and drink and drink and drink. They're just simple and folk. They are. They are. They ain't never hurt nobody. They ain't never want to do nobody wrong. They just want to have a good time. And that's what they're about, right? They they the Billy Gunn family over there. And so <laughs> so, <laughs> so they I get to Sorry. the show. I gotta be there at show starts at 7 30. I gotta be there at seven. I show up at seven. They're already in the back. They already all got drinks. The oh, the, the club already knows them. They're going, right? Whenever uh, they go to shows, do they make a big deal about like they're your family? Do they mention it? Do they? A I little know bit. How, like I know how they're kind of wild. Do they? After a while, like, yeah. After everybody knew, like the whole staff knew that they were going to be there because they were there Wednesday, and oh, I told okay. them I was like, they're going at least going to come out to a couple more shows. Everybody was kind of ready for them. Um, and so, okay, so my mother has to smoke two two packs of cigarettes a day. Okay, she's got to. She can't. She can't, can't sit function, for ten man. minutes in the show without going out and smoking right and so she's oh yeah she's going, she can't smoke inside anymore yeah and so she's going to get her uh she's going smoke right before the show starts right oh. and uh and so she's outside there's like a balcony situation the club's upstairs right and so uh i was out there earlier and i heard like just a whole family just screaming at each other not my family a little rock arkansas family uh and so yeah. they're just out there just yelling i don't quite know what's going on i kind of yeah. thought they were from the first show like early show friday i also had to explain that to my family because i would rather them came to the saturday shows because saturday shows are nice friday shows typically is early show friday is a little bit of a sleepy crowd right because these are people that went to work all week they immediately left work, came to the show. They're kind of unwinding. So it's a little sleepy, right? Uh, that's typically kind of how Friday shows go. Late show Friday is the opposite. Because those people, when they got off work, immediately went to a bar or went out to eat. And they've yeah. been drinking since then. And now it's 10 o'clock at night where this show starts. And they're coming in fucking hammered, right? So my mother's outside smoking a cigarette. Uh the loud Arkansas family comes, they come upstairs. They're taking pictures of each other and stuff. They see my sweet mother. They see my sweet, sweet mother over there. And they ask her if she'll take a picture. And because my mother is such a sweet lady, she has no problem taking these strangers' pictures, right? And she goes, right. she ta takes a picture. One's normal, right? And then the next one, they go, hey, can we do something crazy? And mom's like, yeah, why not? I love crazy, right? Uh, goes to take pictures. One of these dudes, Pulls his ass out. Pulls his ass out in front of my mother. My mother took a picture of another man's ass before the show started. This is what happens before fucking show started, right? I don't know this. My mom don't cue me in on this until later. Were they, uh, like, young? Were they... No, these are grown people. These are grown, you should be embarrassed people, okay? And you they got, like, they're... Embarrassed. 
Your butt crack they is got not like, funny. It's like uh, two couples that are in like their 30s, maybe 40s, like somewhere up in there. And then they have like two, seem like children. They seem like they're 16-year-olds. Like, I don't know that they're old enough to actually get in the club. I'm not quite sure how that worked. I don't know if you can like escort uh your children in if that's like okay right but that's that's the crew just for the record don't don't start i just want to let our fans out there know don't start googling escorting minors places right now because that'll bring <laughs> or bring all yeah. kinds of stuff down on i guess on you. a start, parental don't. escort is more uh the way that i was trying to say that um, yeah, don't google you know, it though like how you escort at a dance you know uh hopefully you're in charge of some of these children you're not just a stranger <laughs> which is yeah i'll take care of i'll make sure they're not touching each other like you know making sure i'll make sure they leave room for jesus like you know it's not that situation uh where if you look at that dude's search history he's going to jail i, I mean it may be with these people too honestly i, I can't say it that i be. definitely i can't speak well of them uh all right so dude so, makes mom take a picture of his butthole yeah my butt dude's butthole's out my mom's my mom's seen it uh, woman. She didn't deserve that. I'm, I'm just saying no, that right now. She didn't not deserve at all. that. Not even a little bit. And so uh, they come up. They're just being loud as shit. And the whole club is starting to realize, like, holy fuck. Like, this is going to be a problem. Uh, I, I watched them come in the club. Now, I saw the screaming match downstairs before. I didn't see the butthole part, right? And then uh, they come in. Uh, one of the dudes damn near trips when he walks in the door. Uh, there's like hand sanitizer, you know, like on the walls and stuff. And he just like pushes it and just lets the hand sanitizer go for a while. It's like, ha, 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 ha. And then, uh, you know, the door guy comes around and, uh, and the dude straightens up and, oh, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? They go sit them. They're loud from the get. It's like 20 minutes for the show. They're like dancing and shit over there. They're just dancing at, at, at the comedy show before yeah. it starts. Um, and they're not near all- Mike, so that's re- that's real weird. Yeah, they're not performing; <laughs> they're just audience members. You dance at a so- comedy show, and you're like me and Mike Connery. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, club manager comes up to us, comes up to me, the host Emily. Uh, she's out of Dallas. She was fucking dope, by the way. We had nothing but great shows. It was just a solid host. I'm the best goddamn feature you ever saw, yeah. and Landry's a uh, fucking killer uh killer headliner right and so we just blew it all like the whole week was just killer uh so he comes up and he tells us like look man like i see that we're gonna have problems with these guys what i need y'all to do is not interact with them because there's no doubt they're gonna start yelling out shit during the show and we want to be able to throw them out but if you guys talk to them then they're going to do the whole, like, well, he was talking to me. That's all I'm doing. Just fucking. So yeah. they want us to not say anything, which I yeah. understand. But that's also like, I'm walking into a show knowing somebody's getting thrown out of this show. Yeah. And my hands are like tied behind my back. I can't really say anything. And so Emily goes up the second she takes the stage. It's not just that table. For whatever reason, the second this late show Friday, she walks up and like, one side of the room's like, you go, Emily, go get it, yeah, 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 go get it. The other side's like, go off, girl, go off, yeah, get it, let them have it, yeah, 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 yeah. And they just won't stop doing that. Like, she can't go off if you don't shut the fuck up. Like, they just keep screaming, yeah, Emily, go, yeah, tell the joke, tell the joke, Emily, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's supportive, but also you're ruining everything. And Emily is like, uh, she's maybe three years in and she is really good at like staying like kind of poised. And so she doesn't acknowledge it at all. She just stands still while everybody's screaming. Yeah, go get it. Get that comedy girl for like two minutes. Right. And she's just standing there. And then I don't mean to interrupt you, but all yeah. I, I am going to learn to edit enough to get a soundbite. Are you going tell the joke? Tell the joke, say it, tell it. <laughs> Go get it. <laughs> so, oh shit, that's funny. <laughs> so she's just standing there trying to be professional, get through this, right? And uh, and and you know, anytime there's silence, why isn't the she pe- telling the joke yet? <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Anytime there's silence and what she's doing, the table that we know is going to be a problem are kind of talkative to each other. And they, you know, it's like every now and then they're, hey, yeah. they're like, you know, they'll, they'll take over the joke a little bit because they understood that one. And so now it's all like, oh, look at him. He finally laughed because he listened for a second. Right. And so uh, she goes through her set. Somehow they don't do enough to get thrown out yet during her set. Right. I come up now. It's 15 minutes into the show. And me and Emily both did the same move where they're on the they're on like the right side of us. And so we performed to the left side of the show. Like I didn't fucking look over there. I just stared. I just stared at the other side. I'm doing my every time they jump in, I would like pause and look over. Take a deep breath and uh, and then go back at it. Like that was because I couldn't say anything. He told me not to say anything, and I know they're trying to bait me. Like I know they have that idea of like if they fucking say anything to me, I'm gonna go off. They're not ready for me, you know. Like they're that type of dummy, right? And so I go through enough other people in the crowd have complained now to where they got they got enough to where they can throw them out. So I'm like ten minutes into my set, maybe fifteen, and. uh and they go to throw them out. I'm in the middle of, you know, none of my jokes are short. They all have a beginning, middle, and end. Like, they're all there. And so I'm I'm doing the setup for this bit. And I can see he's going to throw them out, the manager. And I can see the whole room is looking over there. They're all looking over there. And now I'm about to finally be able to say something about it. But I still don't want to do it while they're in the room. Because while they're walking out, they might fucking lose their shit, start yelling or whatever. They might try to come up on stage. And so I'm just kind of letting it go. But I'm making like real, like kind of passive. I'm just like, oh, wow. Who could have saw that coming? You know? (laughs) And the whole crowd starts laughing. I start like looking at my watch. I don't have a watch, but, you know, I'm a professional. I know know how to make people laugh with anything. And so I was like, who had 32 minutes? Anybody had 32 minutes for whenever they would get kicked out? 32 minutes. Whole crowd claps. Fucking, uh, they finally leave. Uh, and I was like, does everybody feel relaxed now? We all feel good. And like the whole, they all just start clapping. I was like, I could see it. I could see none of you guys were focused on the show. You were all looking over there. And then this is something I took from Corey Mack. I was like, you were all looking over there because you know, those guys have pocket knives. They definitely have pocket knives and we are not safe and they're way too loud. And so they kick them out. I kind of reset the crowd. I get to go into it. Everybody was telling me after they were like, it was so weird to watch because for like 10 or 12 minutes, you were clearly like kind of nervous and had other stuff on your mind because it's fucking hard it's goddamn hard to do that while somebody's yelling or being interruptive or you know that the crowd is not fully paying attention to you it it bugs you like it bugs you and i can't acknowledge the situation because that's what i've always been taught is when shit's weird you say it's weird and then you can laugh about it and go on but i'm under orders where i can't do that and so when they come back, I just make a bunch of jokes about how I was just going to stand there for 30 minutes and get paid. I don't care. You know, the whole thing. And uh, and they, they said, but everybody told me, they're like, dude, it's crazy. Like the second they came out, the whole crowd changed. You completely changed. Uh, can you not hear me? Is that what's happening? No, your audio is, I, I know your recorder's picking it up, but the Zoom is just skipping. I, I can't. It's like, I can't. I know your recorder's picking it up, but I can't understand it. Okay. Uh, I don't really know. I don't really know what to do about that. Uh, can you hear me now? Or no, you know how no? like it does right before it freezes. Okay. Like that's what it sounds like. It's just like I know your recorder's picking up fine, so it'll sound good. But I, yeah. I can't understand you. I got you. Okay. So basically, hey, nothing now. You can still hear nothing. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe we reset. Come back. Boom. Okay, so we had a little bit we had a little bit of difficulties uh, with audio. You can hear me now, right? Yeah, I hear you now. Now that we got Steve Jobs' ghost out of the internet, trying to fuck us—that's what he was doing. Steve At Jobs' ghost was trying to butt fuck our production right now. And you know what happened? We called Ghost Hunters. They came down here. We broke some backs and made some ghosts humble. That's what happened. So That's what welcome it is. back, welcome back, America, to uh, the show. Yeah, okay, so just real quick recap. You didn't miss a lot. Basically, all it was, uh, yeah, okay. So, uh, crazy couple in Arkansas uh, yelling before they come in. They come in, they trip. Uh, they knock hand sanitizer everywhere. They talk Hilarious. during the show. Uh, oh, they have my sweet mother take a picture of their asshole. Um, Your sweet angel mother. That's on. Huh. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, and I talked about it uh, for the other shows. I said, oh, Little Rock, do I have a problem with you? I kept yeah, I kept man. going like, Ooh. I kept going, your people, your people were here last exactly. night. Drunk as shit. <laughs> showing the asshole to my sweet mother. I went fucking off. I got it on, I got it on video about it. Uh, so me and Emily, the host, we have to do our set. We can't acknowledge them because they want to be able to throw them out without any problem. Uh, they get thrown out during the set. I completely reset. Uh, the whole crowd relaxes. That's a smart... I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's a smart yeah. thing that a lot of uh, newer comics uh, don't get. Uh, the less you interact, the better. Or like you yeah. not always, but I mean, like uh, that's a good that's a good plan to not interact with them so you can kick them out. And it's not something that uh, it's not a technique we use a lot. Never mind. No, for sure. You, a lot of no, no, no. That's a good point because a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people get so fucking sensitive, and they like the second that they hear anything. They lash out, and here's right. the thing: not every not every noise you hear from the audience is them trying to be rude or whatever. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying sometimes it is just a quick <laughs> thing, and they may not re- like. I don't know where the whole idea of heckling even came from. Like that has honestly always been something that I never understood. Because when you watch comedy on TV, there's never, not once, ever, fucking ever, been a special that you watched where the crowd was yelling shit out at the comic <laughs> while they were on stage. So like, I've never truly understand where people get this idea of like, oh, well, we're gonna help them by I'm, yelling I'm out helping. stuff. And um, I like to see, I like to see what they do whenever I uh, completely derail the show that they plan to do and that people came to pay for. I wonder. I wonder how they react when I take that moment away from them. I wonder, isn't that fun for everybody? Whenever you totally, what a good time we're having. <laughs> when you totally stomp on somebody's dreams right in front of everybody, man, it's a good time. Uh, so, yeah, they get thrown out. Uh, I, I, the show completely resets. I, I, I get them for the next ten minutes. Uh, everything was good uh, after the show. Uh, I'm at I'm at my merch table, just selling all my merch. By the way, I sold out. I don't even got anything else to sell to Oklahoma uh, City. Yeah. I'm just I'm just standing there. Uh, and so this lady comes up to me, and uh, and at the merch table, drunk as shit, uh, is a theme of the night. Yeah. And uh, she comes up to me, how much shirt? Twenty bucks. And then uh, and then she goes, she goes, how you should come with me. You should you should come with me. Her like drunk friends right there next to her. I was like, well, where are you going? And she's like, you should come with me. How much? How much would it cost? It's like a 45 year old lady. How much would it cost? How much would it cost? So what are you talking about? How much would it cost to what? Was it ten thousand dollars? Twenty thousand dollars? What you what you got? I got money. How much it costs? How much it costs? And her friends like dragging her away. She's like, no. How much does it cost? How much, <laughs> man? What do you mean? What do you mean? How much does I, it cost? I, I know. Like I know. Mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know that she's trying to pay to fuck me. I know that, but I'm not about to be like <laughs> out loud. Yes, I agree to ten thousand dollars to fuck your old ass. Yes, absolutely. Like I'm not about to do that. So I'm just, I'm just fucking poking at it and trying to see what else she says. Josh, she pulled out like an envelope of like from the bank hundreds, fucking fanned a bunch of hundred dollar bills in my face. They go, how much? Just how much? She's like almost across the table now. Her friend like tackles her. It's like, put the fucking money away, you dumbass. What are you doing? She's like, I don't even care about money. It's just money. I don't care. I don't care. What? What? Ten thousand? Fucking men. Fucking men. Just useless. The goddamn useless. Just useless. What fucking useless? And then her friend's like, "Is that McDonald's still open?" As I guess, take her ass to that McDonald's. Get her <laughs> to that McDonald's. I just want to yeah, I just want to note that you, this old lady that you kept calling an old lady, you said was forty five. <laughs> I mean, she's fifteen years older than me. Like she's older than me, and she's too old to be acting like that. That's what no, I mean. No, I don't. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, don't take that personal. That's not a yeah. Oh, I, oh no, I don't. I'm a fucking specimen for my age. I'm not. You weren't talking yeah. about me. I'm the exception. No, I know. I just exactly. some of the other dumpy fucks that listen to this show might be upset by they, hearing that. They think they're still young. You're not young, okay? You're, You're not, not young. All right? I'm 32. My back breaks now, okay? So I know your 45-year-old ass ain't having a good time, okay? <laughs> There's no way. I fucking hate all those old... I've heard so many comics do the fucking like, oh, when you turn 30, you gotta start stretching because I took a nap the other day and woke up with a tore ACL or whatever. Like, I've heard that joke for so fucking long and all I've wanted is to not be that whenever I'm in my 30s and it fucking happened to me and I'm so angry at all of them <laughs> for doing that goddamn joke. Uh, yeah, but Arkansas was so good to me. So that, those are the crazy stories. Uh, 
my family had a good time. So that club also, uh, the staff there has worked there together for years. And so it's real, like every time you go back, it's the same people. It's real friendly. And they, after they get done cleaning up and everything, they like drink and take shots, like in the bar and hang out. And so I had my family like with me and I I was like, is it okay if they hang out with everybody? Like, and they were like, yes, this is, this is going to be fucking fun. And, uh, and I just watched my family just, just, uh, just tell all these fucking backwoods yeah. redneck stories to everybody. And I was having a good time. Everybody loved them. Like, you know, they're fun. But it's just, it was such a collision of worlds <laughs> of, like, my comedy life right. and everything. And they just, my family is now saw, they saw a Wednesday first show of the week. They saw an early show Friday and they saw a late show Friday. That's about as much, that's crazy. like, that. that's the spectrum of comedy is what they saw there. Yeah. Like, and they've seen me do well, but I did well in the early show, by the way. It's not like any of these shows are bad. Uh, but they, you know, they, they've seen the shows with crowds, like, primed up and ready to go. They haven't really seen a lot of the Sleepy Friday show, 12 people on a Wednesday show, late show drunk as shit right. type crowd. So it was, like, very much they finally got to see, like, oh, that's when you're traveling around. Like, this is what you deal with, like, night in and night out. And it was just such a collision of worlds of just watching my family talk to comedy and and then like just listening to the bar staff and other comics and everything tell my family about the stuff that they go through and everything and i was just nervous for most of it like i was having a good time like after but i was also just every time i looked around i was like what's my dumbass brother saying what is he saying right now it's so fucking wild but yeah it was a good time me and the family went like hiking the next day and uh and just had a good time they left on sunday also so this was some other good shit that happened uh on thursday show i believe it was thursday show i uh i get off stage man hands me twenty dollars just here's twenty dollars didn't even want to fuck me just here's twenty dollars he just he just wanted to give me 20 bucks uh i walked to the back i made some joke about my merch about how i'll take money or weed or whatever lady comes up to me in the back i I hadn't even sat down yet she hands me her weed pen and says can i trade this for medium shirt (laughs) absolutely so i go give her that now i got a weed pen i got 20 bucks um God damn. And then and then I could have got ten thousand dollars to fuck somebody. Uh but buddy, I, I that's a lot of money. It's a lot yeah, of jewelry. I know. I know. Of- <laughs> oh, oh, it went it went through my mind for sure. For sure it was in my mind. Uh but yeah, it was a good time. And then on Monday, I don't know, I'm not I'm not a huge mushroom guy. I mean, I've maybe only done it six or seven times in my life, but Mushrooms. for whatever reason whatever reason i've done it like three times in the last like five weeks like i just keep having it come and so yeah somebody uh offered that to me and that was amazing so monday i don't have a show i'm just waiting until i, I leave for oklahoma city that tuesday and uh i'm just out at, my, at a buddy of mine's just at his house he's got a house and we just sit we get yoga mats and we just lay in the backyard and just stare at trees it was amazing every time i've ever done mushrooms i've been in my apartment which I still have a great time, but that right. was my first like uh be out in nature and stuff like that. Oh, and especially yeah. like, oh dude, just laying on the grass, like on the yoga mat on the grass just felt so good. I felt like the earth was like hugging me. I was like, Yeah, I'm uh I'm spiritual now, bro. I'm uh I'm awakened yeah, and I'm better. I'm a better person. Uh so yeah. That was uh <laughs> that was last week in Little Rock, Arkansas. That's what being a, a traveling road dog is all about <laughs> god damn that's crazy yeah it's wild shit right <laughs> so you've been you are about to uh film a goddamn movie right you were talking about it last week about uh they asked for a, a, a actor's reel and stuff which you just not prepared and didn't have yeah, uh, I almost didn't want to talk about it on this show, but it doesn't fucking matter because uh, it's gonna happen. You could talk, you could talk general about it, and you um, mentioned it last week. So I forgot I mentioned it last week. I was sitting here thinking I'm better than all y'all, and I didn't tell y'all shit. And now it turns <laughs> out, nah, I can't keep my fucking mouth shut. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm doing a, it's like a TV show that or a project. I don't know what you would call it. Uh, where a camera crew is gonna follow me around for a day, like a day in the life of, and interview me about comedy. And then I'm going to do a, then it'll record me doing a feature set, uh, and Howard Hall will do a headlining set. So like the show will be following Howard around for the day and following me around for a day and then showing us to a show together. Uh, I'm really excited about it. 
turns out I did have a act a demo reel that I didn't know I had. Uh, did I talk about this on the last one? Yeah, because people just take care of us. I don't know what it is. People just people just put together acting reels and they they just and yeah they send they, it to me for no reason. And then when I shit on them for sending me a twelve minute video when I asked for a four minute festival video, they just clip it down to four minutes and send it to me and just wonderful friends Stephen Canatelli, you're a goddamn hero. Uh, Thank you, buddy. Like, so I had to get uh, I have to get all this shit straight. Um, gotta if they're gonna follow me around for that, I gotta like. Uh, it's weird. Like I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what they want to do. And literally, my day is I drive the way to school and then go to the gym and come home. And like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want a camera crew in the gym with me. Oh yeah, you do. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you do. <laughs> when I when I go, I I don't wear my glasses so that I can't make eye contact because I can't see you because everything's mm-hmm. a blur because my eyesight is so bad. <laughs> And so I don't want to talk. I don't. uh, And if what's going to happen is I'm going to go up to the, to the gym people being like, Hey, I'm a really famous comedian. They're doing a TV show about me and they're going to follow me around in here. There's going to be lights and camera crews and they're just going to set up and bug the shit out of everybody else in here. Uh, Is that cool? Yeah. The secret service is actually going to have to come through first and uh, make sure everything's safe because I'm a very important person. And then, you know, if I do that, six months will go by and they'll be like, hey, uh, Mr. Seinfeld, when is the fucking camera crew coming through? <laughs> this fucking asshole, one day just had a bunch of cameras following him around in here like he's somebody. Yeah, Yo, what happened to him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, suck my dick. All right, how about that? <laughs> Mr. I need cameras following me around. <sighs> well, <laughs> but it's, uh, I'm gonna, uh, I've, because of that, I've I'm trying to stick to my no no old jokes, new material thing. I just didn't realize That's pretty that my, wild. <laughs> I didn't realize my first T V spot in my entire life was gonna come right after I told fucking everybody in the world I wasn't doing any old material. Nah, dude, you gotta bail on that, bro. You need to uh yeah, you need to do tried and true. I mean, don't you know, still keep writing, but like yeah, tighten up the stuff you know works because, uh, yeah, the last thing you want to do is be on TV trying new shit. I always give Travis shit about that. My roommate, he um, he loves to do, like, one weird, out-of-nowhere joke to, like, it'll be like, we'll do Good. regular shows and he'll do his set. And then the second it's like, you know, we're performing for 200 people or performing in a theater or something like that, he's like, I want to try this butthole joke that I've been writing to see see how that goes over. I'm like, well, did you finish it or not? He's like, ah, I don't know. I think it'll work. <laughs> Just, <Yep. laughs> when he shot his dry bar special, he did something like brand new on the dry bar special. He had never done before. It's the only place he had done it. I don't even know if he <laughs> kept doing it. <laughs> he did all his goddamn Mormon special. <laughs> what I did, what I did, uh, what I ended up doing, uh, I've taken a couple of the jokes that I had from before and uh, reworked them. Like I almost changed, yeah. like I took a premise and changed it completely to something else. But, um, <coughs> goddamn bang energy is trying to get out. <laughs> trying to come get you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, every, I feel really good about my, uh, the material that I'm working. Oh, I'm definitely doing the paintings joke though with my painting. Oh, you have to, that's a killer. I, you have to do it. I adjusted that to, because now after quarantine lockdown, it makes so much sense that we would paint pictures of each other and, and I, Oh yeah. And the whole, and your painting makes perfect sense for like going crazy in a house. Cause uh, I'm a stay at home dad, stuck right? With somebody. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's exactly. perfect. Exactly. And I have never, that's a, uh, it's a joke I do where I have two paintings that uh, Michelle and I did. And it's just like, look how, look, she did a normal thing and I did, a, you know, but it's a, mm-hmm. it's a really good joke. I'm really proud of it. And, uh, I, it's never let me down, but I got to where it felt like, uh, I felt like Gallagher cause I had to bring these paintings on stage with me everywhere. I yeah. Went. That bugged you. I remember, I remember, uh, having to like talk you down a little bit from that yeah. of like, dude, it's, it's a joke and it's one visual for it. Like I've seen plenty of comics do that. It's not props. You, you know, know why? I mean, it brought back the, uh, I, w- I wanted to distance myself from walking in with a stupid satin jacket and no shirt and a wrestling belt and yelling at people. But like I'm still bringing props. I got over it once that joke murdered every time and almost won me that little stupid trophy. Baton Rouge has got talent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah!
I still want that <laughs> stupid piece of shit trophy. I, I bet he's not even treating it well. I bet he's I'm, not even treating it well. Oh, if I find if I drive by and see it in his window again, like I have for the last year, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna. No, that's the eye. thing. You would you would tour the country with it. Yep. You would show it the respect it deserves. Yep. I'd fuck that trophy every single day. Every the day respect I rub. it deserves. <laughs> Chase, I, I can't tell you enough how I didn't give a shit about that contest until they brought in this little $25 trophy, and I was like, I gotta have it now. Now I've gotta have it. Like, I instantly wasn't friends with the guy anymore, the other guy. Now, fuck you. That's my trophy. Um, <laughs> okay, um, yeah, so the, uh, the paintings thing. So I did another show. Uh, Corey Mack came to town. And I got to do a show in Mandeville. Um, I goddamn love Corey. I love doing his shows. It was great to see him. I haven't seen him since all this started. Corey Mack yeah. is a, uh, I don't even know how, he's a comedian. How like, do you describe well, Corey Mack? <laughs> yeah, hey. I, Corey Mack is Corey Mack. There's no other way, I don't know. He he makes drone videos, he's, he makes music, he's comedy, he's a host, he's a, uh. The man just, he lives his life doing whatever he wants. And, uh, and it's. Uh, I'm I'm in, I'm envious. Honestly, he's oh, he's man. really figured it out. He's uh he's been doing comedy for I don't know forever for ever maybe I think he started comedy like I don't like <laughs> I think it was like him and Lenny Bruce Howard and Pryor <laughs> back Bruce. in the day <laughs> and uh and they, uh yeah he's been doing it literally like 20 years or something like that like close to if not 20 and uh and yeah he's he was the only guy in Louisiana that could just do comedy and make a living. Uh, because he had run all of his own shows. He oh, was the wow. first comic. He was the first comic that our scene in Louisiana is pretty small. And a lot of times we don't know how to like ask for money or to feel like we should get paid for what we're doing. Cause we always right. came up doing all these free shows and stuff. And Corey was the first person that I remember actually having shows that were like, no, if you do my show, you're going to get paid. You're going to make some money doing my show and like made it a point to do that. And uh, yeah, he lives in New Orleans. Him and his wife, uh, and they just they just do whatever they feel like every day. And it, it, it they they're just like a hippie now. couple. They've moved to Florida because fucking great. They, yeah, they just went to where things were. Uh, yeah, they definitely they did it right. Yeah, like once everything shut down, they just went on the road. They just started traveling around Tents and uh, just state parks and tents and shit. Just fucking great. Uh, yeah, very so that's of so that's Corey Mack. Yeah, Corey, that's Corey. <laughs> oh. Let me tell one quick Corey Mack story, then you can tell. Yeah, the, uh, no, so, go for it. Uh, Corey Mack, years and years ago, when I was still living in Louisiana, uh, booked a gig in Mississippi. And he shows up at the gig, and there's all these pictures of Corey Mack that's going to be performing that week. Now, the problem is, the Corey Mack that is on all these flyers is uh, a Canadian white lady. White lady. <laughs> Corey Mack, and not uh, black ass Corey Mack from New Orleans, right? And so. <laughs> what happened was they emailed Corey to book the gig thinking they were talking to Canadian Corey Mack the whole time. Well, he showed up. Turns out he got, you know, they're lucky because our Corey Mack, New Orleans Corey Mack, is, he's a fucking beast. He's as likable yeah, as they like, come. He's yeah. funny. So it, it worked out well. It was a fun story. He took a picture with it, right? Years later, Did whenever I get... she show up at the show too? No. No, 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 no. She yeah. has no idea about it, right? That's years funny. later, years later, whenever I get the the... Uh, tour in Canada, uh, the one that ended up having me move to Seattle. Whenever I get that, I I'm doing the show. Howard Hall, who you're doing the TV show with, was originally supposed to go on the tour with me, and he had to back out because of whatever. And the dude that booked the tour texted me and said, "No, don't worry, uh, I got Corey Mack on it." And I was like, "Oh, fucking sweet! I love Corey." Yeah. I go, I do, I do the show, I do like the Mandeville show that you're talking about. And I'm with Corey like a week later. I go, "Bro, we're going to Canada. That's fucking awesome, right?" And he was like, "What?" He's like, "We're going to Canada." And I was like, "Yeah, dude, we're going to Canada." And he was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And he starts looking through, and I, I start to remember, "Oh yeah, there is another Corey Mack, and she is Canadian." And so I tell, I was like, no, actually, I think it's that, I think it must be that other lady. I didn't even think about it. I look, and it turns out they spell their name different. One is an <laughs> yeah. EY, the other's EY. a Y. I show up uh, in uh, Alberta, Canada, and, uh, and, and I meet white Canadian Corey Mack. And, I, and she sees me, and I immediately, I'm like, I got a fucking story for you. And I tell her the whole <laughs> goddamn thing. I find the picture that Corey took. I send it to him. I connect the two of them. Uh, and now That's they so talk funny. and yeah. And now they're like friends on Facebook, uh, Canadian Corey Mack, 
her husband was working in New Orleans for something. Like he just happened to be in New Orleans for a week, and the husband went to one of Corey's shows <laughs> to go check it out. So they, they, I, I feel like that was like my purpose was to bring That's those funny. two Corey Max together because the only connection is me. <laughs> like that, that's I'm the really only funny. one that knows the two of them and could put them together. So yeah, that that's that's like one of my favorite stories of all time. Uh, all right. So how did the shows go? So, all right. First, I want to tell you this because this is crazy. Um, do you remember a while back uh, when we did the Columbia Street show and a guy said "nice boob, nice man boobs" or "nice man boob sweat" or something because I was real sweaty and I was like 300 pounds and it yeah. actually ruined my whole. Sh- that guy was at this show and came up to me and told me he was that guy. Oh, good. Oh, you're my enemy. Cool. This guy walked up to me and he goes, hey, are you, you're Josh Watts? I said, yeah, he goes, oh, yeah, I was at a show you did in Columbia Street. You were way heavier then. And I yelled out, hey, nice man, Nambu sweat. And uh, everybody laughed. Do you remember that? And like laughingly said that with his hand stuck out. And I said, yeah, I remember that. Go fuck yourself. And then he, he was like, ha, 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 yeah, no. And I, like, I just stood there and stared at him. Like, and yeah. it, like no, 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 no. We're not, I'm not, we're not friends. I'm not going to shake your hand and we're not, no, fuck you. And, and he thought when I, dude, you've, you've seen, you've been around me enough. Uh, you've seen me tell people to go fuck themselves enough. I have. That, uh, I meant it. When I said it, I know you did. He laughed and like I pointed at people around him, and I just stared at <laughs> stared him. at him. <laughs> and he tried to shake my hand, and I t- I'm not shaking your hand. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. And I told him, no, I'm not shaking. And then I went on stage and fucking murdered. I was, it was not a, a drip of boob sweat on that stage. Not a drip. You know, the only thing that was wet in there was all them dicks. And all hard, them dicks was wet. Hard pussies. <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy fucking piece of shit to walk up to me and go, "Hey, you remember I ruined a show for you so many years ago?" That's crazy, right? Here's your chance to get back at me now that my dumb face is right here in front of you. I'm a, and I'm not lying to you, Chase. When I, for a minute, this is how I know that I'm living for the show, for the stories, for the show now. Because I was like, "Well, I got to take my shirt off and charge this dude." That's what has to happen now. Right? <laughs> we're yeah, we're yeah. in a, we're at a 10-foot square pizza restaurant, but I, I have to charge this dude. <laughs> I take my shirt off and charge him. <laughs> dude, yeah. Uh, and that, but by the way, that means that he thought, like, that that was a big moment in his life, the fact that he still remembers it. Like, that must have been the only laugh was, he's maybe ever got. That must be the most attention he's ever six got. six or s- seven years ago, easily? Yeah, for it to still be in his mind after all this time means nothing good has happened to him. <laughs> in the last six years since that show. That was his peak. Like, that was his peak moment was the only time he ever got a crowd to laugh at him. And now that you said that... he controlled. Now that you said that, I'm concerned that he feels more important because I did remember him. I only remember him because that's the one bad show I've ever done in my whole fucking life. That's the only right. reason. That's the one guy that yelled at me from a crowd that I didn't destroy with only time it's ever my happened. verbal jujitsu. Only time. Yeah. Dude, I was, that dude threw me off so bad with that. And it wasn't even a clever insult. It was like, hey, nice, you sweaty man boobs. And I just like, like, I had fun, nothing, nothing. I wish his kids were at the show last night. I'd have beat them up right in front of them. But I for real was like, oh, I got to take my shirt off and charge this dude. Yeah, you should have. uh, They had some comics there from Texas. That uh, I have since seen, uh, have subscribed to the show or whatever, so I don't want to break their hearts, but they were all fucking terrible. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard, I've never heard such a, you drove all the way from Texas and that's what you brought, go home, go home. If that's all you came with. There has the to be a stage in Texas. There has to be home. somewhere in Texas you could have done this. Unreal. <laughs> you had to come uh, to Mandeville just, to do this. And one of them. Uh, I'm not going to name names because uh, it doesn't matter. You won't know yeah. the names. But one of them was the most unpleasant person I've ever been around at a show in my entire life. Now, that I says met a lot. some horrible fucking people. Because um, comics are pieces of shit. This guy, within 30 seconds, talked about how uh, 
I used to say the N-word all the time, but then comedy took it from me. Is what he told a table of black comics in Manville, Louisiana. And he is not. And he is and not. He, a black oh yeah, comic. no, no, I'm sorry. Oh, he is he is white. And then uh whenever everybody made fun of him for saying that, he said, Well, you try being locked up for whatever and play basketball every day and not say it all the time. And I bet named, I could do it. I, I bet I could. <laughs> I bet guy, I could do that. A guy from New Orleans named Juice was sitting right there and he goes, It only comes out if it's in your heart. That's true. That's true, bro. And he's not like kind of smiling, but like that was the realest thing that's been said at this fucking table in a long time. <laughs> just unlikable. Nah, man, that's just in you. Just Yo. instantly, uh, instantly unlikable. I, the lunatics un- that come to Louisiana to do comedy are just, uh, it's a different level. <sighs> and they feel welcome there because this dude came from Texas. He was like, I know a place where I'll fit in. <laughs> and then even there, it's like, no, no, bro. <laughs> multiple multiple energy drink logo tattoos oof no let me let me say it again more than one energy drink logo tattooed onto his body so he's not even loyal he, he's not even brand loyal he didn't even pick a brand oh, a, and like this is me forever he's got competing <laughs> brands on his fucking body he can't even make a decision yeah uh uh, just, dude, are you five hour energy or are you bang? Okay, I, have, I fucking never, draw a line. <laughs> I have never wanted to ruin the show for everybody after me more than I did that night, right then. And uh, it was a four twenty show, so uh, the crowd was just the worst people. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> it was a four twenty show, so um. They were terrible, dude. Just stay in Texas. I don't. I there's. I, I'm trying. I was trying to be like. So they did good for the four. Terrible. I don't know. Yeah, there was. <sighs> <laughs> it's fine, dude. You don't got to explain eight shits. Corey Mack is one of the funniest people that's ever walked the face of the planet, and yeah. he had to go up in between and do time. To get it. he had to reset the room every time. It was yeah. a small. It's a small pizzeria place. Uh, it was just a weird. Uh, it was a weird combination of styles and hackery and just <laughs> fucking awful. Ain't shittery up there, dude. That place will forever be haunted by paranormal activity for the rest of the time that it's established. Good job, and good job, feel, sir. I don't feel bad. That might be the title. Of the that might be the title of the episode. <laughs> honestly, you might have. <laughs> too fucking funny <laughs> but it was unbelievable it was I I don't even know <laughs> I wish I could express to you how bad and how like, because before you have you ever done that where you meet a comic and they're like oh I've been doing it for and they eight years and you're like oh so you have to have some kind and then they get up and you're like I no you've two months yeah what have you been doing for eight years yeah I right. always wonder that whenever you say I'm like man so you just never saw any is this what I'm watching? Is this right. progress? Like, were you actually worse than this eight years ago? Or have you just gone eight years being the most stubborn person and just delusional convincing yourself that this is right? <laughs> like, this is how comedy goes. Like, I, it's one of those, you can't tell. You're like, I, do you hear? Like, do you hear the crowd or the reactions? Like, you know. And I'm not... I'm not trying to start any beef with any Texas comics or whatever, but I can't imagine any other comics support the the, the hackery that was sent this way. There's just no, no way. You no, there's a lot of good comics. I just worked with one. Emily from is from Dallas. She was a beast. So like, yeah, I, I know a was, lot of comics out there. And just and look, I'm just gonna put this out there for everybody that comes to Louisiana. Just because you wear a Saints jersey doesn't mean we're gonna laugh at your bullshit jokes. So I don't. Oh, is that the move? Is that what a that, lot of them were doing? That that was that was the move. One of them did have a really funny joke where he said he uh because it's a pizza place in Manville, and he said he said I knew this. Was, he tricked me because his opening line was good, and so I listened to the rest of it. And he oh, said gotcha. uh, he said <laughs> he said I was wondering why I didn't have any of the pizza, but I could tell it's good by how many white people with dreadlocks work here. 
That is a pretty good joke. That is a solid joke. And I was like, oh, so this guy is funny. And then he wasn't. (laughs) Then they closed up, man. It was like it was an open show. And then they closed all the doors. And I was outside Mm -hmm. when they closed all the doors. And the stage was in like the corner of the front of the restaurant right by the door. So like if I wanted to walk in, I would have to walk right in front of the stage in front of the whole show. And it was like a pizzeria. So I, I would have been walking right in front of it. So they closed all the doors. And I was like, well, guess I'll go home. <laughs> I guess I'll just leave. <laughs> oh, so like and after you set, you were shut out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. after I I had to walk out after one of the other comics. <laughs> oh, I. I, who are you talking to? I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I had to walk out. Uh, oh, man. I was texting Chase. This guy would say something, and I'm sitting at the table, and he would say something. And if you're watching, on you, if you're listening, I the guy would say something to me, and I would make a snarky face. And I'd pick up my phone and text Chase an exact quote that that asshole just said. And then <laughs> yeah. look at him and put my phone down. <laughs> and then he'd say something again, and I'd go... No, I got a transcript from the show. I know, I, I know. I got the minutes. I know what happened. There's no way it didn't look suspicious either because he changed shirts, and I was like, ah, snap. And then ah. <laughs> look at this. He changes shirts like that's gonna make him funnier. It's just uh, I forgot the people that will travel. You don't get better at comedy if you don't try to do it in new places. But sometimes, True. like you drove too far to only bring that with you. Like, yeah. That's, None of you, at least one of you should be funny. If there's a car full of, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're, you're you, back Texas! performing, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm glad that you, you're back at it, man. This is, uh, it's, it's really cool to, uh, to, to hear you actually like having some show stories and stuff and actually I've have stuff going so on, much, man. man. I, yeah, dude, it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm really excited for what that show is going to be. I've been pleasantly surprised at how easily uh, it's come back to me. I'm not saying I'm definitely rusty, you know, but like, yeah, no, it it took me a good month, perfectly normal to get back on stage and start talking again. I didn't talk too fast. Like it was, it's still there. It's just, you know, it was really, it's really good to be back in the world. I still don't know how to talk to, to people. And the 420 show, I got, I was way too high. So it was that weird, like, I I feel like I probably look like a, a lost child in a store to anybody around me because I was so high. Like, people oh, walk by and I'm like, just like somebody sit down next to me, I get up and move because they're too close. <laughs> You're too close, man. I, uh, yeah, I have, uh, that same problem too. Like, I, after the show at my table, you know, people try to talk to me, but like you, you're so just like drained after performing mm. and like you kind of it's just it's so weird. I always feel like I let people down when they come talk to me at the table because I'm definitely not. I'm just smiling the whole time. I'm going, yeah, yeah, I know, man. Yeah, man. Thank thank you for coming out, man. Appreciate you coming out. Get, please keep moving so we don't don't have to keep yeah, talking. I, I appreciate like you a, coming out. Every time you talk about that part of it, it makes me uncomfortable. I like talking mm-hmm. to people. I, I'm, I enjoy talking to people before shows. I like doing shows for them, but I don't. It's always weird after. I don't like talking. Yeah, it's not that I don't like people or whatever. It's just, it's more so just I'm, I'm just I'm awkward. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm awkward. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they just and they and they just saw like a perfect, you know, a somewhat perfect version of myself that was up on stage. You know, I got to just show all the good parts. They don't get to see that whenever you talk to me too much, I start looking at my feet and. <laughs> and can't carry on a conversation you know what i'm saying i don't understand your jokes that you're trying to make at me that's the other part uh but also other people that want me to fuck them for ten thousand dollars like you know don't stop asking me that because for that amount of money and you get the fuck like i can't imagine a scenario where i wouldn't take that i yeah dude it's wild like and uh if she handed you the ten thousand dollars and was like, "Well, this is actually for you to fuck my husband," and it was me, I would be like, "It's still yeah, it's well, ten thousand dollars, and I'm still fucking." Where you me. at? Where, where you at, at though? Where bring, <laughs> bring that bring that wet yeah. dick over here, I guess. <laughs> no, and it, it's one of those things where, like, uh, I've heard this from many comics or whatever. So this is definitely not like an original thought, but like, we know 
dick is free like dick is free you don't have to pay <laughs> for dick like <laughs> honestly if she just came up and said do you want to go fuck i might have just went and fucked like yeah. <laughs> like you know you didn't have to start and she started the bidding at 10 grand like she <laughs> she didn't, hot, she didn't like yeah that was where she started like uh yeah she was so mad at me <laughs> that's a good sign though that she that and i just kept and literally, I wasn't kind. I really wasn't saying no. I was more so saying like, "Hey, I gotta like this is payday, and I gotta wait and do some stuff at the club." But like, give me an hour. Like, I kind of yeah. wasn't. I kind of wasn't saying no. It was a friend that kind of shut it all down. Uh, but yeah, uh, also yeah, I I couldn't. I was like, maybe this is uh, maybe she's a cop and she's trying to get me because th- they heard that I'm out here just throwing ass across the country, just out is. here just just slinging dick everywhere, and they they want to make sure that. We couldn't put an episode out this week because Chase was arrested for prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, my, my I was still my back was still hurting a little bit, so I was gonna have to I was gonna have to really like uh, make something happen. Uh, but you know, it would have been my Michael Jordan flu game. I would have fucking scored. <laughs> I made sure. <laughs> I've been uh, so I I'm I'm supposed to go see the the doctor uh, at the VA. I have an appointment finally. And they've been sending me all this information because the last time they saw me, I was 30 or under 30 mm-hmm. and now I'm 40. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're like, so I'm getting all the, you're 40 now information. And like almost all of it has been loss of sex drive and erectile dysfunction stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm trying to say this as classy as possible. Uh, it's a hilarious joke to Michelle and me because I am like a 12 year old around this house where I just, uh, I don't know if it's because I went so long without work. Like I used to have to take testosterone shots, uh, for a while because of mm-hmm. the anti-depression medicine and it just fucked me up. And then whenever we get ready to have Zoe and I started working out, um, it just, it changed. I don't know. And, yeah. uh, like I'm, the opposite of low T now, but they keep sending me all this stuff. And Michelle and I, it's pretty funny. Like it's a joke to us to low T. So I start sending it to her. Like I send her the briefs about like, uh, how to get your sex drive back up when you're 40. And I send it with a picture of my dick. (laughs) (laughs) It's up. It's up. I always joke, but I, I, (laughs) I always do joke with Michelle though. She'll get dressed for us to go somewhere or something. She'll come in. I'm like, Girl, you look so good. You're making my low T kick in. <laughs> oh, my low T's working. Oh, there goes my low T, girl. Oh. But, uh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get a tattoo today. As soon as uh, I'm recording. I the, your daughter's drawing? Zoe. Yeah. Did I tell you the show or you? No, you told me. Uh, I'm getting on my titty. I'm getting a peck tattoo. So, hopefully, uh, my titties just stay big and muscles. Uh, or it's gonna be a real stretchy, weird-looking tattoo in the future. My uh, my kid drew a. Uh, we call him the Red Man. It's a little a stick figure guy. She likes to draw, and she draws him everywhere she gets a chance. And uh, it's just like a circle guy with legs. And she drew one that has a little mohawk on him. And so I'm gonna get him. And I'm really excited to go get a tattoo. And I was trying to be a good citizen because I have uh, O negative blood, like mm-hmm. the world universal donor. And so I said, ah, I'll go donate blood before I get a tattoo because you can't do it, you know, for a little while after. And I remembered that they were going to prick my finger. And I you was can't, like, hold on. You can't going. give blood after a tattoo? No. Uh, well, okay. Oh, I didn't. It used to be a year. After a tattoo, you had to wait a year. Now they say huh. you can wait until it heals all the way and then you can. But, I've never heard that. I didn't realize I was thinking. <laughs> I didn't know about it. Uh, but. Then I was like, so I was okay donating blood. I donate blood pretty regularly. It feels really good if you just uh, get old blood out and then your body makes new, stronger, more powerful, potent blood. And then you start. That's how I'm going to evolve above everybody else. I'm just going to keep switching out my old dirty just blood for, for new that's what, dirty uh, blood. That's what Vince be, McMahon's doing. I feel like you got to be careful when you say dirty blood and pure blood. They take <laughs> yeah. That, you take yeah, that watch out of that. context. Man, this episode yeah, watch what landmark. you're doing there. This, this episode is landmines. <laughs> this would be just a loop clip of me saying, dirty blood, dirty blood, dirty blood. 
<laughs> big black guy, big black guy. We're just gonna be doing that over and over again. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we, we did it. This, this is a solid oh, show. Oh fuck. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, guys, shit, listen, thank y'all quick, so much. Man. Yeah, man, we're great. Uh, we are great. We're two of the best. Uh, this is the best damn podcast. Tell everybody that you know. Uh, YouTube people, subscribe, uh, like podcast people, Apple podcast people. We were we were nicer this week, but I would still like I would still like to see at least one a week. Let's get one five star a week. All right, if fifty percent of our fucking listeners are Apple, then I think that's doable. Let's get one a week. Thank you, Chelsea, once again. Thank you, Chelsea. Uh, yeah. And uh, and uh, one more thing before we go, uh, I I don't know how many times I have to give you uh, the fans out here my mom's email, but I've given it a hundred times. It's in the description of the link below. Email my mom and tell her that I am funny. I, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> Not Come a big on. deal, guys. Just send her, just send her a quick email. You tell your son, not failure. Very funny. Any, any order, those words. Yes. Perfect. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>